Hallelujah. We thank God you've tuned into this message by David Entry at Caris Church. No hand can help you with the fulfillment of your destiny, but the word of God. May God's hand align you further into your destiny through this word. Please, please be seated for a moment. God bless you. In Joel chapter, in Joel chapter 2 verse 28, it says that, and it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see vision. Said, it shall come to pass afterwards that I, God, will pour out my spirit. Say, the spirit of the Lord. Pour out my spirit upon all flesh. All flesh, say all flesh. In the past, it's only certain people who qualified, who are designated, who were qualified for the spirit to come upon them. But after the cross, he said afterwards, after the cross, there's not going to be any restriction. There's not going to be any demarcation. There's not going to be any difference. It's only going to be on whosoever is thirsty basis. <laughs> whosoever thirsty basis. He said, I'm going to pour my spirit upon all flesh. I see such an outpouring of God's spirit on this place. Some of us change the trajectory of your prayer topic. Change and start asking God, God. Some of you already, if the, really the Holy Spirit is ministering to you, you will know your prayer changes. You begin to focus on God. Help me to overcome this sin. Help me to be able to overcome this sin. Some of you, that was your prayer. I won't go back there again. It won't happen to me again. Help me. I receive grace. You are worrying and contending for your purity. Because the Holy Spirit feels comfortable to stay on pure vessels. In atmospheres like this, you will not be smart to pray for money. To pray for marriage. How are you going to sustain it? It's like me saying, I want, to, I want God to bless me with an aircraft now. How am I, go, how, how am I going to handle it? <laughs> how am I going to fund it? How am I going to fuel it? <laughs> Even if I have a big wallet, not at this stage. <laughs> Hallelujah. Desire. If there's anything you should desire, it should be more of his spirit. More, that's, that's your surest security in life. More of his spirit. In today's reading in Acts chapter 15, those of you who have not been reading, you are missing out something. Can I tell you something? Your version of Christianity is a very porous one if you don't read your Bible. Because no one has told you. No one has told you, so you haven't taken it serious. You think you are doing well. There's no way you are doing well if you have not been reading your Bible. As a Christian, I really feel sorry for you. A Bible, non-Bible reading Christian, what kind of Christian is that? 
What kind of Christian is that? A lawyer who, a papa who doesn't cut hair. What kind of papa is that? <laughs> is that, you do what? Always sharpening the scissors. It's about time. Believers become believers. And not event attenders looking for certain individuals supposedly to be so anointed by God to help change your story. When you will not take responsibility with your work with Jesus. That's what is weakening the move of God in our generation and all kinds of nonsense are going on in high places, in politics, all kinds of legislations that demonic legislation, because the church is weak, because the church is loaded with weak Bible, non, non, non-biblical believers, event, event attending believers. We want, we want a, a special guest. Now, if you want to pack a hall, all you need is a special guest or one of the singers. One of the singers. And everybody will come. It's not Jesus people are, are really hungry for. He's coming with his girlfriend. Yeah. He's coming with his girlfriend into an event. When they finish, they are going for a staycation. <laughs> he said, which one is that? <laughs> That's when we are talking about revival. That's when we are talking about the church is coming alive. When the church is alive, people don't go to church and continue sinning no more. Go to church and they are looking for God. Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 from verse 23, 24, says when an unleaded man comes amongst you, he'll be brought to his knees and says that indeed God is really amongst you. When someone who is not a believer, an unchristian, comes among us, they must see, they must feel they are lost. They must feel they are lost. They must know they are lost. They must feel uncomfortable and they must know that I need, I need this Jesus thing. And you are the one God is about to use. Yeah. I see there's an outpouring of His Spirit. Let me just finish this. Here. I just went off. You have not today's Bible reading in Acts chapter 15. Very interesting. You know, some people were forcing them to practice Judaism. Verse one, they were forcing the believers to practice Judaism before they accepted as Christian. Hey, Paul said, "What is this?" And look, in fact, that you, they were telling the people that if you don't practice Judaism and follow Moses' law, you are not saved. Hey! These were wicked people, dangerous. They are genuine people, but they didn't understand the economy of God. He said, if you don't practice this, look at, look, consider the statement, you are not saved. You cannot be saved. I mean, they say you cannot be saved unless you are practicing the law of Moses and circumcision. At my age, <laughs> and so the Bible said there arose a sharp contention between Paul and them and they said no you know let's take it to Jerusalem where the rest of the apostles is let's go and settle this matter so they went to Jerusalem and uh, they passed through Samaria and other places and the people were I saw this got my attention people were filled with joy to see them when they told them about what has been happening some people, when they hear what God is doing, they are happy. Others, when they see what God is doing, they are upset because Satan is in their hearts. And they told, told, told the people, they went and the elders, apostles received them gladly and they told them the situation. So they called a caucus meeting and they had to discuss this thing. And then this is where, what brings me to what I just want to draw your attention to. And Bible says that Peter, 
um, verse 6, and the apostles and the elders gathered together. And verse 7 says that, and when they had been, when they had been much disputing, Peter arose and said unto them, Men and brethren, you know how that a good while ago, God made choice amongst us that the Gentiles by my mouth should hear the word of the gospel and believe. You see how, the, you see, you, see the, you can't be, you can't be, believe without hearing the gospel. So it surprises me people who said I was born again when I was born. The only way you can believe is when you hear the gospel. And you must come to a stage where you can hear the gospel and understand it and make a decision based on what you heard. Then you can be saved. And so God chose that Peter go and speak to them and then they will be believed. And look at the, the next verse. And God, oh, oh, this is where I want to come. The verse 8, it's too good to just read it and go. I feel like I should build a tent and live in verse 8. <laughs> he said, let's already our lives go. Some of you didn't read it. I'm not surprised. Okay, let's read, let's read it again. Let's go. Give them the Holy Spirit. I see. God, one, he knows their hearts. Because the work of the Holy Spirit, the flow of the Holy Spirit is at the mercy of the state of your heart. It's not your screaming. It's not your crying. The state of your heart will determine the flow of the Spirit into your life. So somebody can be caught in adultery and has repented and kneeling down, crying to the Lord, and the Spirit can come upon the person, and someone who has always been in the meetings and have not repented is just feeling, I'm cool, I'm okay. He's not hungry for the Holy Spirit. The one who has just caught in adultery and is crying, repentant, and believing God, and asking God, intensity of his heart, can receive the Holy Spirit, and the other one who thinks it's okay, I can't. It's the heart. That's why when we come to church, don't compare yourself to anybody. It's the heart. God who knows the heart. Say, God knows the heart. Do you, you know you don't know my heart? You can see my actions, or you can see the state of my heart by some of them, my actions. When you come across a, a, around me a little bit, a little while, some of people can be around you and never know you are a Christian. You are undercover Christian. <laughs> but I, you are you are you are really a discouragement for the move of God. People come around you. Oh, they don't know they don't know you're a Christian. I'm not saying go around and say wear the cross. The cross, wearing the cross is not as important about letting the cross cross flow through your life. You know, if you hang around me a little bit. Even if I, I don't have to tell you, you will notice that this guy is a Christian. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Before you hear, I'm saying hallelujah, accidentally. <laughs> Even if I didn't intend to say it. There are certain mannerisms that will, it's like shibboleth. It will give you up. That's why I've never forced to try and sound like a sound, sound Londoner. Because people will notice I'm fake. 
I, I can try, but I can't sound so clean. My accent cannot be like you. I've eaten too much cocoa. <laughs> I've eaten too much bamku. <laughs> Some of you, you can't even pronounce your African surname. <laughs> you can't you can pronounce it. You can't pronounce it. You have the name, but you can't pronounce it. Yes. Hallelujah. All right, because of my time. Is that God who knows the God who knows knows the hearts bore them witness how giving them the Holy Ghost even as He did unto us. Why are you telling them they are different from us? By God doing that, look at the next verse. There was no difference and putting no difference between us and them. When it comes to the flow of God, your heart is what gives you the leverage. The condition of your heart is what gives you the leverage. Especially when it's the, the Holy Spirit. God will give His Spirit to whosoever is thirsty. No one qualifies apart from those who are thirsty. So you can be in church for a very long time. Heard all the preaching but you are dry of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, sir. Bankrupt of the Spirit of God. But I see the story has changed from today. I see the story has changed from today. God is going to pour out His Spirit upon people. God is going to accomplish some strange things with us. When the river was starting, that's all we prayed for. For 92 days, every day we are coming to church. 92 days, every day we are coming to church, praying one prayer, pour out your spirit upon us, O Lord. Pour out your spirit. And most, most of, a lot of them who took it serious, some of them are pastors today, and their branches are doing well. They are doing well, and some are also doing, even not pastors, they are strong in the Lord, growing well. Your thirst for God will always put you ahead of many. Your thirst for God will always put you ahead of many. It will put you ahead of the queue. Your thirst for God. He said, whoever is thirsty, let him come and drink. For as the scripture says, John chapter 6, 7 verse 37, as the scriptures have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. Whoa. Out of your belly, rivers of living waters. And, and, um, Saul was anointed and he met a company of prophets and the spirit of God came upon him and he became another man. And verse 27, those who knew him, uh, no, verse 11 said that is Saul also among the prophets? Gideon, when the spirit of God came upon him, he blew the whistle and people were just coming and following him. He didn't have to advertise. People were just, he was attracting people. There's a way when the Spirit of God comes upon you, people who are necessary for your destiny will be gravitated towards you. Say it again. Destiny they, will just, they will just be gravitated towards you. you. Anyone who competes with you is making a mistake because that will be an, an unfair competition. You have an advantage over them because the Spirit is upon you. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. We pray you have been strengthened and enlightened. 
You can connect with David Entry on all relevant social media platforms, including Instagram and LinkedIn. You can also hear more messages from David Entry on all relevant streaming platforms and the Caris Church app. Don't forget to like and share the message. Be blessed.